Hey everyone, it's Dorian Black and Ari Hart, and we're back with another week of. I was supposed to say up another podcast. Oh. <laughs> I've been listening to so many podcasts, I'm starting to get them confused. But this is the one and only. Everyone gets a turn, right? Right. And we're back to just jump into some hot topics for you guys. We don't know what the hell happened. So, mm-hmm. how was your week? How was your weekend? My week was good. Um, I went to my job a little early because I start back on Monday mm-hmm. and started decorating my room. And I might be petty for this, but like one of my coworkers who I love, dearest, she came in my room and she like tried to steal my fucking ideas for my decorations and stuff. And it kind of made me mad because I'm just like, I appreciate the inspiration. I don't mind you taking a little something, but don't literally go to Target and literally buy everything that you see in my room. Like... That kind of just, and I was telling my mom, I was like, yeah, uh-uh, you need to tell her that she can't do that. So, mom, I can't tell people what to buy in their room, but I do feel like you could be a little bit, like, if I see an idea, like, I'll like, okay, I'll take from it, but I ain't going to go with the same chairs, the same carpet, but my room is still better. So, it's whatever, but I'm, like, real competitive because last year, I'm, people were lacking on the decorations and making the room, their rooms feel, like, comfortable for the students, and I feel like after last year... Now people are like, oh, let me go above and beyond. I was like, I was not worried about that prior. And don't come to my room trying to steal my ideas. Like, I don't mind giving you an idea here and there. But don't be stealing all my ideas like that. Like, that's not cool. Because I don't go in other people's classroom. Like, oh, I'm going to take your poster. I'm going to take that carpet and go buy the same fucking carpet. So. Just go in there and steal her pins. I don't have to steal stuff. But my room <laughs> just still take looks, the whole thing my room still looks better. And I'm not just saying that because my room is because my room is bigger. And. In addition to the comfy chairs I have, I also have two bean bags and I have lights. So my room is cute. I'm gonna take pictures, like I said, but that just you know teacher stuff. Ripped you the wrong way. Yes, and because I love her, that's my work wife. So I was like, I didn't really want to be like really. Well, you know you gotta share with your spouse. Don't be stingy now. <sighs> Divorce her. Then she came in my room at the end of the day yesterday and was like, Oh, I'm gonna take that post you just made. I'm like, Okay. She's right. like, No. But you're not gonna. Is she white? No, she's um like Egyptian and Puerto Rican. Yeah, they stop so definitely. Like no, <laughs> stop <laughs> it. Actually, none of the ninth grade teachers are white. So really, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <sighs> Us black girls can't catch a break. It's cool. I'm gonna share my ideas, but next year I'm gonna put my shelf at the last minute so nobody can steal none of my ideas. And you gotta keep your door locked. Yeah, like come on. Ciao. Mm, Stealing my shit. But other than that, going back to work on Monday. Bittersweet. Ready to go back, but I gotta get in the habit of waking up early again. And other than that, I think that's really it. Child. Oh yeah, my birthday passed. Oh yeah, how did you feel about your birthday? It was cool. I'm really not a fan of getting older. I was never like a person that was like in a rush to get older. Mm-hmm. So like being 25, I'm just like, oh that's cool. Slow your roll. <laughs> Pump the brakes. Like, ah. <laughs> but it's, I'm very happy to make it to 25, and it's a special age. So, yeah, and it was chill. Year. Yeah, it was chill. Like, I went to Drake night with some of my friends. That was chilling. I realized, I, yeah, she was there, <laughs> and I realized uh, the going out is getting a little dry to me. And then I went to Redstone with my mom then on my actual birthday, so that the food was good. So. That was a little chill. Did you get the buffalo shrimp when you went to Redstone? No, I should try that because I definitely saw the on them. It's good. It's so good. When I go to Redstone, that's the only thing I get. I really? Don't you don't get nothing else? else? No. That's I got like the one. salmon with the asparagus and garlic mashed potatoes. You got to get the shrimp. Okay, I'm going to try that next time. So okay. 
I should talk to you before I went then. Yes, it's so good. Oh my goodness. Wow. All right, I'm gonna try that. Yes. What about you? My um child, my week has been like from up to down to down to up. Mm-hmm. First of all, my job is drawn with the overtime. Like oh, they like really calling you in for it. Yeah, they're really killing me, and I think they gotta chill. My thing is, I don't every mind day. doing over like every day. Pretty much. Okay. Like. Three days out the week, pretty much. Okay. Like, three to four days, they call for overtime. Mm-hmm. And I work six days a week. Right. So, it, the overtime wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't at the last minute. Like, the hour before I'm getting off, you're like, oh, mandatory overtime. And right. it's like... Because you already kind of have it in your head that you're about to go home. Yeah, like, you start to make plans. And you're like, okay, I get off at this certain time. Like and You got to cancel your plans and stuff. You're like, I don't get off to, unless you want to push the plans back. Yeah, and oh, it's just like, it's annoying. My coworker is. left. He was like, I'm act like I didn't hear them. And he sure enough walked out. And the next day, they said something. But he was like, I didn't hear it. And I was like, they didn't hear it. it. ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah, that's, I wouldn't play with that too much. Yes. That, I didn't hear it. Like, well, nigga, hear it if you're fired. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why I was like, you got that. Yeah. I'll stay here and... Make my coin. Okay? But it's just, it's like draining. And mm. I, I gotta get some type of break because, like, I was at work the other day and I felt like I was just gonna pass out. Oh, I'm like, wow. oh my God. I feel like... Like, my days are running together. Like, I'm like, what day is it? So You have the one day off? The one day off, and I try to get everything done. Um, so you can't really lay down. Yeah, it's like I close my eyes. It's time for me to get back up. So I try to do as much as I can. Damn. You know, I'm not going to complain too much because this is exactly what I asked for. But And the I'm money just, is pretty decent, right? The money is great. I'm not complaining. I'm complaining a little bit. Not too much, but, you know, I'm trying to count my But lessons. you are grateful. Yes, if right. you put it that way. Um, I think you could be grateful for something and still... Be... Okay. Had enough of it, like... Right. I think that's very possible. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I feel like I just want to go home. I just want to get in my bed. That's understandable. Especially, like you said, the last minute. That's... Yeah, especially when you're like, okay, it's 12 o'clock. You get off at 4. You know, maybe I'll make up... Do happy hour or something. It's disappointing. They said... Yes, they said, Listen, I try not to say I'm having plans at my job too loud because I feel like they hear me. They're like, oh, bitch, you got plans? Overtime. Two yeah. hours, four hours. I'm yeah, like, I wouldn't even think about the plans. I'm like, I'm not even going to say it out loud because yeah. I feel like they hear me. They're like, that bitch got plans? Can so they do it mostly like just during like Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, or is it the weekend days that they be giving you the overtime? Um, Before, it was like if I come in at 10 o'clock on like a Tuesday or Wednesday, they most likely call for it. But now they started doing on Friday and like really? Sunday. And I'm like, I'm going to have to ease up on this because I'm still young. I'm still, I still want to go out and enjoy myself. But today myself. was the day that they didn't. Yeah, today okay. was chill. So I'm like, so I got to get up out of here. Um, also this weekend, unfortunately, I did lose my grandmother. Uh, if you guys know from me talking on a podcast, I was taking care of my grandma who was on hospice. And, you know, recently she passed away Tuesday. And I have to say... It's hard when you like lose someone, and mm-hmm. you even with me knowing prior that she was going to pass away sooner than when I expected. It's still hard when the day they finally close their eyes to rest. Mm-hmm. But it just like a part of me is like so at ease because I watched her suffer and I watched her just decline and, and be uncomfortable. And yeah, and I watched how she still tried to keep her spirits up. And I feel like it wasn't until my mom was like it's okay you can because my grandma it was to the point where the the past couple of days before her death she wouldn't even close her eyes like Mm. she was scared to go to sleep oh wow so you know my mom 
she just was like it's okay to close your eyes and go to sleep mom like we got it we taking care we'll take care of it and you know the nurse that my mom had she said a lot of the times they try to hold on because they think like my grandma's the matriarch of our family so she mm-hmm. think if i leave who's going to take care of them like right she's raised my mom and my her my aunts to my you know cousins and i so she's like who's going to take care of them if i leave so i think that assurance when she heard my mom say that was like okay I can finally go on, and the next day she passed, and I'm just. So how's your mom handling everything? You know, when anyone passed in the family, it's always some type of family drama. So you know, I think my mom and her sisters are doing well. You know, of course, when whenever it comes to working on something together with other people, it's hard. So they have their frick and they frack, but I. They are coming together as sisters, so I can say that. Okay. And, you know, I just ask that people keep our family in prayer. Um, we're just trying to work through it, so. Yeah. In yeah. Um, lighter news, we're going to talk about some hot topics. Yep. Um, the good sis, Nikki Mirage, Onika, and Joe <laughs> Button. <laughs> My good sis, y'all know I'm a fan, so I had to listen to the Joe Button podcast. And, you know... I feel like it was needed because, you know, a lot of the times she cursed him out and I'm glad she came on the show and they was able to clear some of the things that they had going on. But so, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, it just seems like it's a lot of drama that's always attached to Nikki. Mm -hmm. Whatever your argument is, whether it's like she's defending herself or she's, you know, whatever. I just feel like it's always something you know, and I thought for a second, like, okay, she on a song with Megan Thee Stallions, mm-hmm. chilling, like, she's learning, like, to kind of work with other female artists in a more positive note, but mm-hmm. then it's just, like, more, like, little shade throwing towards, like, Cardi B, and, I mean, of course, she's not, like, just sitting there, like, you know, typing paragraphs about her, mm-hmm. but it's just, like, we get it. You made your argument. Nobody's hearing it. If it, like, whatever it is, like... It's just like we're like people are kind of over it. So whether your team Nikki or not, I'm like because I don't mind Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. I don't have nothing against her, but it's just like we're here. I hear what you're saying, but I feel like, like for her, it's like y'all keep bringing it up, and I'm defending myself and I'm discussing it, and it's like every time I say something, I'm painting out to be the bad guy. So I I see where she's coming from. Um, you know, she made a a point where she was like, you know. People harassing me, like, and then mm-hmm. when I defend myself, y'all get mad, and she's like, y'all do this every time a new girl comes along, pretty much. Y'all try to put us together, like, y'all tried to do it with Cardi, and then when things blew up and I try to defend myself, I'm like, that's the bad guy. And then with Megan Thee Stallion, the whole thing with, they tried to say that Nicki knew about the song prior to her being on the track and being on live with Megan Thee Stallion, and she's like, here y'all go again, trying to make a big thing every time there's a new girl, and I'm trying to show my accolade. Like, and she's like, I had enough, and I'm gonna speak my piece. There was a few things that she kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and I was just like, uh, like I'm, not, I'm not really feeling what she was saying when she was talking about like the black bitches. I was just like, well, pump your brakes on me, good. But um, I definitely got her side of the point where she was coming from, and I think she feels how she feels on the situation and like a lot of people's like oh she's being shady to cardi b and i just feel like she feel how she feel for the situation and when people keep bringing it up Mm -hmm. she's gonna continue to say how she feels so right that's just how i look at it um 
In other news, in Philadelphia, I don't know if you guys seen, but it's like national, it was national news come earlier this week. There was like a mass shooting in Philadelphia in the... Um, well, it wasn't nice a mass channel. shooting. Not a mass shooting, I'm sorry. A shootout, yeah. to be clear. It was a shootout in uh, Nicetown, Philadelphia. If you guys are from Philly, it's near like the Erie F. And like, it was crazy. Like, mm-hmm. it happened... When I was at work and when I got home at 11 or 12 o'clock at night, it was still going on. I'm it like, was going on for a long this time. This is crazy. Like, when I was watching the news, all I saw was a bunch of cops. Right. I'm like, this is crazy. And, like, people was just... First of all, I, somebody tweeted and it was like, it could be the end of the world. And Philly and Twitter would just be bitten off of it. And people was making jokes about it. And I'm like, y'all are really crazy. But my thing is one thing to make jokes. But the fact that y'all all outside of it, like it's like a block party, that was a bit much. Because if one of y'all dumbasses would have got shot, then you would have been upset. Yes. That's the part that was like, okay, I could get the joke. Because I make jokes about inappropriate shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Like that might not need a joke at the moment. But the whole being outside and having little kids riding their bikes past the scene and just all out there, y'all doing too much. Like, it's never, it's never that deep. And then I saw some videos of people being, like, really disrespectful to the cops. And, like, I have my feelings about cops. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I feel like all black people do. But in the particular video, I feel like they, these particular cops didn't warrant what was, the way people were treating them. Like, mm-hmm. they were at this thing. They weren't doing anything to the people and the people were like cursing them out and like getting in their face. Mm-hmm. And I get it, like how we feel about cops, but you know, sometimes y'all just being unnecessary. Yeah. Like it, certain the things I was seeing in the video, I was like, that's a bit unnecessary. Like yeah. I get it how we feel about them. Trust me. I don't want to get pulled over. I don't bang with them. But if they not bothering you for real and they're like doing, doing their whole, job, they're, they're doing their job. And they're at a whole different. They're not even worried about y'all. Like for the most part, in a lot of videos, I said they just had to work, work around all the people that was out there. They couldn't really. They wasn't really worried about getting people off the street. They were just like they'll tell the people like going to house is not safe. But at the end of the day, they weren't like in nobody's face. So for y'all to just be like outwardly, like just nasty for no reason to some of them, I just didn't understand that. So. First of all, I I don't know why people feel the need to like cause more commotion when there's more already commotion. Right, like I'm y'all like, didn't need to be out there. Y'all screaming no and hollering, yes. And I'm like, and I get it. Like y'all probably felt like fuck the cops because of the situation. Like it was a narcotic bust. It was like y'all worried about the wrong shit when we got like killers and pedophiles and mm-hmm. mass shooters. So I could get that. Um, but at the end of the day, that particular thing that person was doing was illegal. Right. They were supposed to be getting arrested, and then that's. And then all that other stuff happens. So I understand where people's train of thought is, but we got to think a little bit more clearly sometimes because that can end up in more lives lost than necessary. Right. Thank God. I think no one was hurt. Well, people weren't hurt, but they weren't, uh, they didn't die over the situation because like none of the cops died. Yeah. They only got shot. And it was like a big thing. And I think like, to me, I feel like for the criminal in this case, I feel like it wasn't the best thing to do mm-hmm. because now they're going to try to make an example out of him. Like, oh, I feel like now they're going to try to put the pressure on black men with guns instead of guns in general. Instead of saying like, right, okay, guns are bad, period, and certain people shouldn't have them black or white. But I feel like now it's going to be like hone in like black men with guns are bad. Like Even they're going to be white people. Going yeah, because white people carry guns all 
all day long. And the last two mass shootings was white people shooting shit up, so. Yes, and white people get bucked with the cops. That's just like that old lady right. not too long ago who was getting real nasty with the cop. And, you know, because she was white, nothing really happened to her. So it's just like, I feel like it wasn't a good idea and it kind of brings more attention to African-American people. And now people are going to be more frightful because just like not too long ago, a few weeks ago, like my little brother's like the biggest nerd. Like when you see him, you're going to be like, what he going to do? And he was downtown with his girlfriend and somebody called the police on him Mm. because he had a book bag and they said he had a gun on him. And I'm just, my mom, she called him. She's like, are you being stopped by the police? I guess her mom's senses was going off and it's just like, now it's, putting a target on all of us because of That's this situation crazy. like when i say it wasn't like a local thing it was like a national thing so i just hope we can get some type of justice for all guns and you know make sure that we get a ban on all of them mm-hmm. black white or otherwise they're bad so yeah yeah so let's get into our discussion for today guys so you know our topic today we want to kind of focus we always talk about how we are with other people, other races, and white mm-hmm. people, and Hispanics. But we want to talk about how we as black folks interact with each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a really important conversation. Um, how do we treat, are we friendly to each other? Like, all that stuff. So, mm. overall, I feel like we're not the nicest to each other. Um, I feel like, you know, when it comes to black women and other black women... There's a lot of fakeness. There's a lot of, like, always feeling like you have to one-up the next person instead of embracing each other mm. um, and loving each other. And I get it. We're just not going to like certain people. But I think as a whole, when you just see other black women or other black men, it should just be, like, a feeling of wanting to, like, look out for them. Yeah. And wanting to, like, uplift them and to um, be one with them, whether you know them personally or not. Right. So, you know... Because I talked about this in another podcast episode about, like, for example, when um, men cheat on, like, their girlfriends or their wives, right? Mm-hmm. And the other woman kind of aids in that man being able to do that. And I always say, like, as a woman, I'm not going to help a man tear another woman down. Mm-hmm. And especially a black woman. And I, see, I think we see that a lot in the black community. Like, you know, a side chick, she's so willing to, like, think she's doing this and that. But if I see that it's another sister involved... I'm going to be like, I'm not helping him. I don't give a fuck what he's been saying and what idea I have of our situation in my head. If I, I just know another woman's involved, mm. I don't care what capacity. I'm not going to possibly be aiding this nigga and hurting this woman. Mm. You know, just a circumstance like that. I think for me, I, I noticed how we interact with each other when I had a white boss and she was like, you know, it's hard for me to hire other black girls because they don't they never get along. Mm. And I could relate because, you know, being the new girl in a job and it's just like, OK, I'm new. I'm not really good at this. And then everyone's talking about me behind my back. Like, oh, she didn't do this right. She didn't do this right. And she's so dumb. And it's like instead of being like, oh, no, girl, you're doing that wrong. Let me show you how to do it the right, right way. It's like y'all talking about me behind my back, and it's just like that's not cool. Like I rather you come to me. Even you don't have to be my friend. Like out of respect, as right. being black women, I feel like you should just be like, okay, you're not really doing this right. But instead, we always try to go behind each other's back or talk bad about each other or just can't get along. And I I never really understood that because even in high school, I noticed that like the black girls would be all Joe and friendly with the white girl before they'd be friendly with me. And it'd just be like, I kind of was a loner for that reason. Mm-hmm. So unless I didn't like my group of friends, 
before they all left, that was all I had. So when they left, it kind of was just me. Like, I couldn't really get along with all the other black girls because I wasn't like them in a sense. So I feel like black people, we pick and choose who we want to be friends with based off status a lot of the times. Like, mm-hmm. if this person has a nice car or a good job or they're, like, some type of major professional in any type of career, they're like, oh, I want to be with this person. Let me be nice with this person. But if you're just regular or different, they don't really want right. to have anything to do with you. Yeah. I mean, I can't really say I've had, like, a ton of, like, within my personal circle problems with like black girls but mm-hmm. I could just see like the pettiness and cadence like when I'm out like mm-hmm. when you go out to the bar or just out in everyday life yeah. or how you know black women talk about each other like on social media and stuff like that um or even like black men like mm-hmm. you know I've seen plenty of videos where it's like you see a black person out in public needing help from another black person and but all y'all doing is recording something instead yeah. of lending a helping hand and I think Amanda still always driving home. She was just like, you know, we're each other's business. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't got to fucking know you personally. Like, if you're black, you're my fucking business. Mm-hmm. Like, if I see some wild shit going on. And, um, but on the other hand, I've had a few good instances with black women. Like, I remember one time back, I think, like, when I first got out of college, I was at this bar called Pub Web around Temple that I used to go to all the time. Mm-hmm. And this guy was, like, all in my face. Not, like, cursing me out or nothing, but just, like, trying to talk to me. And I was just not interested. And the girl, she saw that. Mm-hmm. And she came over. She was like, yeah, girl, you ready? And I didn't know her. And I was like, yeah, I'm ready. And so we, like, walked off together. And she was just like, you good? And I was like, yeah. Like, she saw that I was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So she pretended like she knew me. And I've done that for I've done that for a girl before, too. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my sister's ready to go. You ready? And then she'd be like, oh, yeah. Like, I feel like if you see black women out and they're in a distressful situation. Like, of course, I'm not saying put your life on the line you know, somebody's getting shy at it or something. But if you see something just as small as them being uncomfortable or being approached by men, you can mm-hmm. go up to them and be like, hey, like, you know, you can say something to them first before you make it. You no, know, you can be like, hey, you good? Like, you need something? And then if she tell you she do, then you can proceed to be her fake friend for the moment or whatever mm-hmm. the case is. So just little stuff like that. And, like, when I have women do stuff like that, I'm like, that is so nice. Like, I, I really like that because I'm just like, that's us standing together as, like, women and women in general. Mm-hmm. So, and you know what the crazy thing is? I always think about like when it comes to like struggles. I like I always get into this debate with black men, and, and they always say my struggle is better is worse than yours because I gotta go through X, Y, and Z as a black man, and your struggle isn't as big as right. mine. And I notice like you can't really compare apples to oranges. Like right, we're both black. <laughs> yeah, we're both black. We're going child. through different struggles because of other reasons not just because i'm a woman and you're a man but also because you were raised here and i was raised there right i didn't have this and you had that so right like you said you can't really compare the two yes because i have one friend that tries to argue me down because every time he comes like to pick me up or he comes up to like our neighborhood he's like oh you ain't never struggled before y'all got grass and it's just like why because i got grass i ain't never experienced life like i ain't never had no real struggles granted my struggles may not be as big as yours but still like it's my own struggle okay i still go through struggles as a black person each and every day so and i feel like with men and women 
I, I, we can't really compare. And I feel like sometimes I do have to sit back and say men do have it hard because I know as a, as a woman, I'm always defending us and like black women, black women mm-hmm. all day, every day. Cause that's just me. And I got to defend me and mine. But I do have to take into consideration just how I have my issues with sometimes with black women, or I have my issues with, as a black woman in society, they go through it too. Like yeah. I see men be weird in like a room, like who all come in. If he, if I don't know them, I can't come. And it's just like, it shouldn't, be like that we're all going to a space where we're going to enjoy ourselves you should be able to come like especially if we all black like we should be able to be in the same facility and just have a good time yeah and also i think um i'm not man bashing but what i feel like also me and my friend gabe were on the phone last night just having like a good conversation just like about interactions between men and women Mm -hmm. and i was saying to him that i feel like men don't know how to be decent human beings to women outside of romance. So, like, if you're not, like, seen as, like, a romantic um, person in this man's life, he doesn't even know how to have, like, the basic human decency towards you. Like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of women can think about times where, like, a nigga has just, I'm not going to say, like, off the wall disrespectful, but just lack the common sense mm-hmm. decency because you're not his girl yeah. or because you're not a girl he's pursuing. But if we're friends or even if we're fuck buddies or acquaintances i don't i shouldn't have to be rom uh romantic person to you for you to like just have regular human decency and mm-hmm. like hum- regular human decency could just be like you like making sure i got in the house mm-hmm. like why do i have to be your girl or like you love me or being a romantically involved for you to check to make sure i got in the house right like or um just being considerate and telling me you can't do something or like you know what I mean like I feel like men only like reserve just basic human courtesies for only women that they're romantically involved in I feel like even when they're romantically involved with the person they still don't treat them with like decency because girls really be piping it up like yeah my man said thank you every time I, I give him something and it's like that's right. what he's supposed to do or they be like yeah. right those little basic yeah, things like that's what like, they're supposed to do ain't he supposed to say thank you but like yeah girl um my man calls me to make sure I'm okay and I be like and don't when your friend I, do that like don't get me wrong I've definitely had moments like that before I realized like that's basic yeah that I would have like oh he da da but it's like and I'm not saying that other men of other races aren't like that, mm-hmm. but like I just feel like within the black community is an even bigger disrespect towards black women from black men. Why do you feel that way? I really honestly don't know. Like, you know, this this conversation, I don't even know. Like, you know, I know some black men definitely have identity issues, but I just think it's easy to disrespect someone who's being disrespected by all like it's very easy to do that like if you see somebody being disrespected by the majority of people it's very hard to also it's very easy to treat them that way too like let's say you're at work right and you have a co-worker who a lot of people treat any type of way you might not be that type of person but it's just it's easy to fall into treating them that way as well because everybody else is doing it you're not about to be that person that's being treated like that so that's what i think because america treats black women poorly and i'm not saying that they don't treat black men poorly but you know, I feel like black men and black women can both do better at trying to be like, you know, a little bit more nice to each other and treating each other accordingly. Yeah. So I feel like um, when it comes to this, I remember not too long ago, Brett Gray, we, we all were just like sitting around talking and he was like, you know, the reason why, you know, 
and a lot of people, a lot of black men feel this way that black women always stick together, like, and we do, cause like even from this podcast, I noticed how many black women have just off the strength of us being black, um, just come out and be supportive, and I appreciate that, you know, because I know how we are sometimes towards each other. So to see that is like awesome, and you know, we have black girl magic, and we are always, you know, complimenting each other, like, oh yes, girl, polka dots all day, every day. I see you, girl. But I feel like sometimes for the men, they don't really get that. Sometimes I feel like when two black men are in a room instead of them being like friendly or something mm-hmm. so it was like an aggressive stare of like so who you like and i feel like they don't really i feel like more black men should participate in black boy joy like y'all should be able and i know it's a societal thing that they feel like they need to be strong and masculine but i feel like it's okay to have a good time it's okay to interact with other black men it's okay to be mm-hmm. nice to black women and treat black women who aren't you know, romantic with you in a nice way. I feel like right. black men sometimes are kind of like standoffish. Yeah. So I don't know. So it's so crazy because like even my dealings with guys, I'm like, damn, like I ain't your girl, but shit, I can I get a, your home safe? Uh, how you doing? Like just chill the fuck out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, recently, I came across someone who I just met, and he I feel like is. Like, a good example of a guy who knows how to have, like, human decency, like, outside of romance Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I'm just like, it's really not hard. And maybe you guys think that women will take it a certain type of way. Like, oh, maybe she'll think I want her in that way. Or she might be trying to be my girl if I treat her nice. But if more of y'all did that as a regular thing, that wouldn't be... I wouldn't think you called... Texting me if I'm home, you wouldn't be my boyfriend. I would think you actively taking me on dates is that like you know i feel like because it doesn't happen enough so when it does it looks like it's more because it's not a regular thing that's occurring but if it's a regular thing that's occurring then i can't possibly think you being just a nice person is you wanting to be with me or you looking at me in that particular way so i think when we normalize treating each other just with the basic human decency we can get away from thinking like oh that person's being nice to me that must mean they like me yeah Cause that's not what it is. It's just that we lack it so much that it feels like they must like you. Cause yeah. I don't get it unless I'm being liked. Yeah. And I think that just recently happened to me while I was at work because my partner is a man. So like we like we're really we really connected. Like we joke, we laugh, we we just have a good time. Like mm-hmm. so a lot of the times when people see, people see us together, so we had you know did some overtime so this guy was like oh is that your boyfriend i'm like my boyfriend like i'm like no that's just my partner he was like oh i'm like like that's crazy like he's gotta be my boyfriend in order for us to have a good time at work together like Mm -hmm. like why can't we just be good co-workers like right and i i said that in the beginning when me and him started to build a relationship because um some girl had worked past us she was like oh y'all trying to be partners i said yeah we're trying and it's like we really have a good time together and she was like oh, okay mm. and i'm like i hope like people, you can have friends of yeah like i'm like i really don't want people to get the wrong idea and i asked yeah. him i'm like you think people are gonna get the wrong idea because like we're have like we have a good time working together and he was like i mean if they do That's it's really none of their business you can really have a genuine guy best friend. Right. And he's always inviting me and my friend out. He was like, yeah. He thinks he's my boyfriend, but he's just, like, my friend. So he's like, yeah, you can bring your friend, your boyfriend. I'm like, whatever. That's another story. Yeah. Like, like my friend Gabe, like, me and him, we don't, like, be hanging out. We have, like, a long 
we first of all, we don't even live far from each other. Mm-hmm. But in my eyes, it's a phone friendship because that's we really only like talk on the phone and text. Mm-hmm. But like even that, like I feel like that's like a really good genuine friendship. Like me and him was on a, on Facetime for like. 30, 40 minutes last night, he talked, telling me about this girl he's talking to, I'm asking him, breaking down a situation, so I just feel like, sometimes it feels so good to have, like, a genuine guy friend, or whatever, and I think it's really possible, like, of course, at some point, you know, I'm not going to deny that somebody might have found somebody attractive, but if you just put yourself in check, I think you can have, because sometimes you need that other perspective, of course, they can't give you, like, the rundown on girls or guys, just because they're a girl or guy, but... Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think we should get out of the thing where we can't have genuine friends of another sex. I think we just have a lot of trust issues going on in this generation. Yeah. You know, between social media and people, like, just lying and, like, it's just so many different ways to be deceitful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just think we all just need to work on being more honest when we can and... Being friendly. Just period. Yeah. Just being nice. Like, you don't have to... And I feel like we always feel like another person wants something from us if they're being nice or right. they're being nice because I have to give them something. Or like, if they're being nice, this ain't going to last too long. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. You know, I got a friend right now. I'm like, I don't know how long this niceness they're doing. They seem cool, but I don't know. So we all got to. Hey guys. So it's your girl Ari. So as I said before in the last episode, this segment of mine is to, you know, give advice. So a piece of advice that I'm going to give today is surrounded by a conversation that I had, which was like, what do you do and how do you react to someone who you might be dealing with who isn't, you know, um, necessarily reciprocating your energy or um, you're kind of in a gray area, like you're a little confused, like where you stand with the person. So my one advice is like, if somebody's not reciprocating energy, then you need to give them exactly what the fuck they give out. Like, I'm a big believer in that. Like, of course, the whole treat people how you want to be treated thing does go a long way. But when it comes to like, I'm giving more than you in this relationship or situationship or whatever the hell we got going on, that's nothing to happen. So I just, my advice in that case is like, give them that energy back. If they're being if they're not making time if they're not being active and seeing how you're doing don't do that to them because it's not fair that you're putting in you know the extra effort to check in or whatever the case is and they're not doing that and I would just fall back from the person I feel like nine times out of ten when you fall back from someone they always end up coming up coming back you know what I mean I've had multiple circumstances where like I was really feeling somebody at first and I was more engaged than they were and then you know I kind of just let myself fall back and by the time I fell back I kind of didn't care about the situation anymore and when they tried to come around I was like still like cool and nice to them but I wasn't as pressed I guess you could say about the situation so it just didn't matter to me anymore. And I think the worst thing for me is when people let me get to that part where I'm like not really caring anymore, because once I kind of lose interest in you, it's going to be very hard for me to like, for you to gain my interest back. Um, and also to the advice of like, what do you do if you're like in a gray area with someone? I think you either one can just simply ask them. And I know, especially for women, we don't like to ask guys like, Oh, what are we? Because then niggas start running to the left field talk, thinking that we want a relationship when in reality, when a girl's ex and what are we, we're just trying to make sure we're in the right lane, right? I want to make sure I can fuck other niggas. I want to make sure that you're not about to get in your feelings. I want to make sure like I'm playing whatever role you believe that I'm 
I'm in properly, right? Because it's not about, oh, now I want you to be my boyfriend. I could, but don't jump to the idea. I'm more so doing it for clarity so that from here on out in this circumstance that we have with each other, I could be appropriate and I know how you should be appropriately acting as well. So I think it's good to like just ask and not be scared of that reaction of guys thinking like, you know, the relationship thing, and even maybe explaining, like, look, I ain't asking because of relationship. I just need to know for my own clarity. Um, and also, if you feel like you're in a great area with the person, you can also wait things out a little bit before you inquire. If you really don't want to inquire, just, like, kind of get a feel for it um, and really pay attention to how they act, right? Because that can tell you a lot about, like, kind of how someone uh, feels about you. Um, I'm like, sometimes it could be unclear, but for the most part, if somebody's, like, making time for you to hang out, um, you know, they're checking in on you, like, you have a good time, they, they, they treat you an X, Y, and Z way when you see them, you could probably gauge, like, okay, I know they at least like me and respect me. Now, as far as, like, them maybe wanting to pursue something more, you probably would have to wait it out more, depending on how long you've known the person or eventually ask. And it depends on the individual self, whether it's coming from a guy or from a girl or it's a lot of different factors, but that's just like kind of like a general thing you could do no matter who you are and what the circumstance is. So we're going to just hop right back into our discussion. Thanks guys. All right guys. So we kind of talked on black boy joy a little bit. I feel like black boy joy doesn't get the recognition it should as much as black girl magic. Um, I feel like women, you know, as catty as we can be, especially black women, we know how to still come together and stick right. together and support each other and uplift each other. And black women, point blank clear, we know how to get shit done. I feel like with men, in order for them to connect with other black men, they mm-hmm. have to in tune, get in tune with their emotions like and be vulnerable a little bit. Like, it's okay for me to have a conversation with another black man. Like, or, you know, just be cool. Give him a hug. Yeah, like, it's so... That is like... First of all, my husband better kiss and hug my son. I see a lot of people who say, oh, I ain't going to kiss my son. I ain't going to do X, Y, and Z. He's a fucking kid. Yeah, and that's a prime example why y'all be acting all toxic like that. Right. Ah. I'm just be like, give the baby a kiss. Like, what is he going to do? Like, it's not gay. It's your son. Right. Like, I just feel like y'all. And even if it wasn't, you could give your best friend a hug. You, you could give your mean? best friend a kiss. You could say, I yeah. love you to your best friend. And I feel like some men, I'm not going to say all men, but right. some men have it difficult because there's been times I've definitely seen some black boy joy and it legit melts my heart. Like when I see a guy like, I love you bro, or I got you bro, or I'll take care of you bro. Mm-hmm. No, like I love to see that. Sometimes when I just see men talking about sports, I feel like yes, black boy joy all day long. So I don't know. I feel like, and even as black women, I feel like we should be a little bit more open to black boy joy. Like, we should encourage it a little bit more instead of, you know, because at the end of the day, men and women, we're in this together. So we should always encourage, you know, the other sex to be more positive, to be more open and to be more loving because it reflects on us too. That's probably why they treat us the way they do because they can't relate to somebody else that knows what they're going through. So I'm black boy joy all day long, every day long. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think we definitely need more of that represented. Because, like, even before I was talking about how, like, I tried to find a poster for my class that could relate to black boys in a way, and I couldn't find anything. But it's, like, hella queens and black queens. And Mm -hmm. then on Amazon, I typed in, like, black king, and every single black king picture had a black queen in the damn thing. I couldn't just get it, just him. So it was, like, 
you know, I think, but while women can, you know, of course, uplift it and talk about it more, it's really with the men, mm-hmm. so, honestly, to, like how black girl magic is because women decided we're going to have this and we're going to do this. Men need to do that as well for black boy joy. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's going to lie more on you guys to get it like off the ground and of course we will support it so i I just think like getting away like you can't show like emotion that you can't love another man without it being like gay like Mm -hmm. that's you know we need to get out of that because i remember it was like some years ago it was like a video or uh whatever of this um baseball player like comforting his colleague oh yeah i guess i think they like lost their game but his colleague was like crying but he was like really holding them like you know what i mean and i was like that is just like the most beautiful thing to see because he was not ashamed in the game like he's like this is my fucking bro like he's crying like i'm gonna comfort him it's not no gay shit and even if it was gay like that's fine too but not comfort another man isn't being gay it's not a bad thing you can do it so i just think we need to get that together because the boys need something to look forward to yeah. and to uplift them yeah. you know black lives matter is not their movement because i feel like people try to make that like that's supporting black men because yeah. of police brutality but we need something pop not saying that black lives matter is not a positive thing but mm-hmm. like we need something that's just positivity that is just for black men yeah that creates events in television shows and uh, like streaming networks that just are focused on just like they had like the Black Girl Magic mm-hmm. show on BET or the event. We should have the same thing for Black Boy Joy. Yeah, and I think another thing about Black Boy Joy, I feel like with Black boys or Black men, they always try to categorize them in certain box. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they are only good in sports, or they're only good at rapping, or they're only good at certain things. They kind of shorten them a little bit like black women they shorten us too but i feel like even sometimes we shorten black men when they we categorize them only being good in those things or giving them a high status because they're good at those things i think black boys should be able to do dance Mm -hmm. i think they should be able to do singing i think they should be able to do music i think they should be able to do gymnastics i think they should be able to do all these other things besides being categorized as like athletes or rappers mm-hmm. because i know black boys are are much more and they should be able to enjoy the freedoms of being who they want to be like mm-hmm. instead of being stigmatized as those certain things yeah um it's a show on netflix um with uh tia mari and it's called family reunion and I watched it. It's a really corny ass show. Like, girl, it, it gives me like hella Disney Channel vibes, but I still liked it. First of all, I still liked it because I feel like that's like the closest thing I want to get to Disney Channel. When the white girl was portraying to be the black girl, she's not white. She, I know she's supposed to be light skin, yeah, but when they not. put that badass wig yeah. on her, I was like, but I heard, like, I heard she was talking about that, like how she hated that wig. It looked yes. nice. They knew it did, but she's not white though. She's light skin. Yeah, she's really light skin though, but. Um, in the show, one of the one of Tia's sons, he liked to bake and stuff and play. I forget what instrument he was playing. I think the trunk. And I think he was starting to feel like bad about liking to do those things. Mm-hmm. And then his dad like sat with him because I think his dad made a comment that rubbed the son the wrong way. And his dad ended up coming to him like, "No, you can bake 
and you can play your instrument like it's okay for you to be a boy and wanting to do those things mm-hmm. so i just think it also lays with the fathers and mothers telling their kids like it's okay for you to do that yeah you know what i mean it doesn't make you feminine it doesn't make you uh Anybody else than who you are. Right. Because you want to do those things. And I think the perfect example, because I watched them grow up and I watched how their their mom was so encouraging them and stemming black boy joy into them is Brett Gray. Like, I watched his mom put him in everything. And, you know, she did that to see what he would take a, like, a liking to. And then, you know, acting in theater was his thing. And he hit the ground running. And I think that's so important, especially when it comes to black boy joy. You have to be invested in your children no matter what. If they want to do this, they want to do that. Don't box them in because that's what society is going to try to do. It's up to you to be like, be the person you want to be. Be nice. Be encouraging. If you want to do whatever you want to do, you have the opportunity. The sky is the limit. There's no glass ceilings. And I think black people, men and women, we put those black glass ceilings on ourselves when we say, oh, our, my son can't do this or my son can't do that or boys shouldn't do that or girls shouldn't do that. Like, And I right. think black boys and black girls, we always do that to them. And I think they should have their freedom and the opportunity to grow and enjoy themselves. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, I just would like to see more of that. Because um, at the end of the day, everything does start, like, at home. Mm-hmm. And the world's not going to give you this, the same thing. Like, yeah. kids will be lucky if they come across one other person who isn't their family or something that might encourage it, but you can't bank on that possibly happening. Yeah. So I just think that you know and that's why like even for me I just always try to tell my students like they can do anything that they want Mm -hmm. and like it doesn't matter like we always have like we've had like conversations about toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. and it's so funny because one of my students last year he was like Miss Hart you got toxic femininity I was like look at you trying to make shit up that doesn't exist no that's a thing no it's not yes it is no it's not yes it is toxic femininity is not a thing yes it is that's just like saying that's just like saying uh, reverse racism is a thing no toxic femininity is a thing I mean that's another episode and I feel like that would be a really good one but there is a such thing as toxic femininity and I feel like I mean women can be toxic but it's not the same thing at all like if you know what toxic masculinity means it's no such thing as being toxic well what's the difference so toxic masculinity is how masculinity has been used to like oppress women Mm -hmm. so just like racism right like black Mm -hmm. people can't be racist towards white people because we cannot oppress our oppressors is like the same thing with toxic masculinity now i'm not disagreeing that women can't have toxic things about them Mm -hmm. and like you know perpetuate like toxic things but toxic masculinity is all about because i am a man Mm -hmm. i can do certain things to people because i am a man and i can get away with those things like i can cat call women i can touch them inappropriately i can take things from them or i can get other job opportunities that they cannot get because they're a woman and they're not as important as a man. That's the that's what toxic masculinity is. What about when toxic masculinity is against other men, just how toxic femininity is against other women? Because I've seen women use their feminism to be toxic towards other women. No, I see what you're trying to get at, but the term wouldn't be toxic femininity. Just, like, just because- like, for instance, when people try to like pit the word to like, 
if black people not liking white people. It's not racist. It's mm-hmm. being prejudiced. So it wouldn't be that particular terminology. It's the terminology. So it's the wording. But so, that's definitely a thing people use in femininity to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But it wouldn't be. You don't think it, women use femininity to oppress men because they're women? It's not the same thing. These these terminologies are based off of like like the majority benefiting from it. So like the majority, like so men are like would be considered the majority and women would be considered the minority. And same thing with like white people and black people, right? Like white people would be considered the majority and we would be considered the minority. Okay, so so it's not mm-hmm. impossible for black people to have like to be prejudiced and have like certain views against white people that aren't okay. But just like wh- with white women. people can be, I mean black people can I, I do believe black people can be racist. But you're because you're, I've you're seen, this is my thing when I'm, mm-hmm. I'm talking about actual definitions for things. You can't create like mm-hmm. if you're looking at a definition, it, we don't match that definition. Racism is we? a system based off of oppression, like to oppress another group of people. Mm-hmm, right. Black people cannot oppress white people. You don't, not even white people. But, but I'm, I'm talking, talking about races. white people. I'm not talking about other. Now, as far as other races, I didn't say other races. Yeah, but as far as um, other races. But, yeah, but that stems under the umbrella of black people being racist. But we're talking about. No, not just white, white people. But no, my point is, I'm comparing it to white and black people because the term racism wouldn't be applied to black people in terms of white people is what but I'm saying. I'm saying so that the same we can thing. be racist and there is a such thing as black people I said being towards, racist towards other races. So I'm saying we can be racist. I'm talking about, I didn't, but I never brought up other races. I only said white people. Yeah, but I'm talking in particularly to the situation that we can just how women can be, you know, toxic and have toxic mes- femininity. I see what you're... I'm seeing the point, but it's the terminology. Like, that doesn't actually make sense. Like, Why like I said, it? I already broke it down. Like, toxic femin- uh, masculinity is... Because I'm a man, I can do X, Y, and Z. And I'm not saying that women don't have certain privileges, but that... I, I don't know a better way to explain it, but it's because at the end of the day, like, men are always still going to be viewed as, like superior or on mm-hmm. top of things so yeah like just like a black person i could still have a prejudice but that would be me being prejudiced because racism and being prejudiced are not the same thing but they're very close in definition so while mm-hmm. it would be another term to use for women who are using their femininity in a bad way it wouldn't well, even, i, I, I mean, don't to know me, i define it as toxic femininity because that's what exactly what it is especially when it's used against other women i think it's toxic and i think it it is what it is toxic femininity and that's just how i think black people can be racist now i'm not saying it's black people can't be prejudiced against white people i definitely think racism stems from white people being the oppressors however i have seen black people oppress other races but we're not I'm, but that's the thing you bring in other races when i was but strictly yeah but that's, I, the, but, but that's but, my point that's, but my but my wording was exactly but, but yeah. that point doesn't make any sense to what i'm saying it? because i'm not talking about other people i'm talking about our relationship with white, white people. people but right. i'm telling you we can like no i'm not denying exactly. that but i'm saying i'm just talking about white people yeah I'm you're just talking about white talking people about i know else. but yeah. you're just talking about white people right. and that's considered being prejudiced right i'm that's talking I'm about saying. like straight up being racist like right like, but i never exactly. denied that for other groups but I'm no but I, yeah i'm not denying it for other right. groups i'm talking about our group of people black people no but what i'm saying is like i'm not going to say your point is 
irrelevant, but it kind of is because I wasn't talking about us towards other people. I'm giving an example of us just towards. So bringing up that we're racist towards other people, that doesn't. No. That's not at all touching on what I'm saying. But see, okay, this is what I'm saying. (laughs) Because you're strictly talking about our relationship with white people. Right. But I'm. To give a definition. Exactly. Right. To give your definition. But I'm saying to compare black people being racist and toxic femininity, how those two are things. But I'm just comparing it. I'm talking about us being racist towards white people. That's my comparison. Yes. You're saying men and women is like black people and white people. Right. So what I'm saying is like your argument about us being racist to other people isn't relevant to this conversation. Yes, it is. Because I'm not talking about that. Yes. You're comparing (laughs) black people and white people to men and women. Right. It can't be a thing. I'm right. saying this is why it's a thing because black people, we always try to say, oh. I'm saying it can't be a we, thing for us towards white people. That's uh, yes, right. I get that. I get I that. No, I, I, I get that. that. Yes, I do. Because you're comparing it. You're comparing black people and white people to men and women right. and how it can't be the same thing if it's different. What I'm saying, black people are racist and can be racist and that's my point because i make because because my point is women can be toxic and feminine they can use their femininity right they can be toxic so there's so therefore there's a such thing as toxic femininity but just because that's not true though because just because i can like for like i said this is Mm -hmm. because i can just like a white person that doesn't make reverse racism real that's that reverse racism would be the equivalent to you saying toxic femininity. Those things aren't real. Now, if you're mm-hmm. just trying to, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about like concrete definitions of things. Okay. You're making up a term that doesn't. No, that it's a thing. It's not. It is. It's not a thing. It is. When did you? Where did you look that up at? Toxic I, femininity. It is a thing. And I, this girl, she did a whole like video and a documentary on it, like toxic femininity, because like I know I'm a feminist all day long, every day long. I women. I go hard because that's the label I identify as a feminist. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I do see toxic femininity. I do see how too much of anything will kill you. Right, but it's the term is what I'm talking about. Okay, you're saying... Because I'm I'm talking about, like, actual definitions of things. Yeah. Like, just, like, reverse racism is not a real thing. Like, that's what white people try to create to make themselves a victim. Right. Right? And men... Would try to maybe say this whole toxic femininity thing. Now, of course, I agree that there are women who use them being a, a woman mm-hmm. to their advantage. Just like there's black people who use certain things to try to, you know, maybe get jam, jam up a white person. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt that those things don't happen. But okay. I'm talking about, like, strict definition. Like, that's not an actual thing. It would just be called something else. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm but saying But I'm saying that it's a thing because by what is going by. It is a thing, but I think I'm more so talking about, like, the actual wording. Like, it is a thing what you're saying, like, mm-hmm. people using... Then you... I just feel but, like, if it is a thing, you can't say that it's not. But I'm saying... But that wouldn't be the word for it, is what I'm saying. Just, okay. like, racism wouldn't be the word for us not liking white people. It would be prejudice. Do you get what I'm saying? I see so what that's you're not saying. The wording. But I'm saying it's... It's still, it's still a thing. thing. It's yeah, a thing, that's, that's what I'm the, saying. But that's not the wording for it, is what I'm saying. So I think we need to find the... I feel like, it, to me, I feel like it is the correct wording. Just how I think, if I see a black person treating a Indian person or a, another person of a different race or a Mexican, 
you know, a certain way or talking bad about them. I don't know if you saw a video, but it was a lady. She was talking to, I think it was a Mexican person. And she was like, yeah, that's why Trump is going to send you back to X, Y, Z. And that was her being racist. Right. Uh, but also, a lot of people don't really know the definition. But like racism, people get racism mixed up with being prejudiced. They're very close in definition. So do but you consider that same. her being prejudiced or racist? I would consider that her being prejudiced. I would. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, because racism is more so about oppressing a group of people, and that's what she was doing. But she was oppressing that person, a group of people, due to her race, because she thought she, she was better than them, and she thought because I'm a American, I'm black, and I'm better than you, that X, was, Y, and Z, I'm gonna say these things, and it's coming off racist. Opp- but oppressing something is more like stopping, like kind of like. A person is more like pitting barriers on something so they cannot do anything. So if that lady, if that black lady, not, if that black lady was to vote for Trump, is that not her being oppressive? That's a different. People can say many different things because Trump is supporting a lot of different things. He, he doesn't. He's not the biggest fan of black people either. So that could be considered a lot of different things. If she was to call ice on that lady, is that not being racist? I would I would put the word prejudice to it, which is like I said, racism and being prejudiced are very close in definition. Like prejudice is like you know you not liking somebody based off of like race or like you're you judging them, but that's not what race is, the definition of racism. I mean, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I feel like the definition in are that different. form in that form because just because because people have to understand. Like I get what people are trying to say. But in order to sound, to make sense, you have to actually know the full definition of a word before you're using it. Okay, but my thing is, racism is all, it's all over the place. Like, it is, but it's only, um, only certain people. Only certain people can be racist, pretty much what you're saying. By the actual definition of what it is, yes. Like, that's why I keep telling people prejudice, I think, is the word y'all are I'm about to Google racism right now. Because I just feel like. Let me see. Because I think prejudice is the word people want to say, but they don't really know that word, so they just go to saying somebody is racist. Uh, Let's see. Prejudice, discrimination, antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on the belief that one's own race is superior. So So it's not saying white people. It's saying... Okay, so right. So I'm saying... Black of course, that's not going to say white people in the definition. But that's the but definition. And you said you were going by definition. So that's what I'm saying. Black right. people, you know, yes, racism is majority based around white people. Yes, it is based around suppressing black people. Right. Race, do I think reverse racism on white people is a thing? No, because white people have always been racist. They are the but that's main the thing. console that's the thing. If you feel reason. Like, if you feel like... Everybody can be racist, then you kind of do believe reverse racism. Then, if you're saying that everybody can be racist, because essentially reverse racism is saying black people being racist back to white people. No, and the reason why I feel this way against white people is because white people are the sole purpose of why this exists because mm-hmm. they have created this whole thing, they have created division between right. everybody. That's why I feel like white people they do use reverse, but also look up what pre- the word. So, if I'm means. saying I don't like white people, and when I'm saying the exact reason. Why and a majority when I say I don't like white people, I don't say all white people. I say right. I dislike the white people that like. There's 
some white people and some white people who happen to be white. Right. So when I go into definition, I say I don't like certain white people that do X, Y, and Z. I don't like certain white people who don't understand the fact that they have created this. They're the reason this is sole purpose. However, Mm -hmm. I don't give black people a pass because you're treating someone else of a different race. That's why I'm saying race we can be racist. But I was but this is the I think, I guess the part for me, like I said, that part of the argument was irrelevant to me because I was just strictly talking about that. I was never trying to say that black people aren't treating, can't treat other groups of people. Like, right. I was strictly talking about our relationship with, with white people. And so, I got that. Right. But that's why I was saying, like, that's, that was right, your so argument. Was a, but your thing was, it is a thing. And I never, and like, I, and I agree with you. Right. It is a thing. Just like being you can use your femininity for a bad right i agree that but i was talking more about the terminology i wasn't denying but, that what and you're I, saying and i'm bad, saying for right. the terminology it is a thing and that's why and same thing with racism like it we can i'm not saying racism the difference between black people and white people that's strictly racism like when they what they have done to us is racism and they've right, created right. an institutionalized and created a system to oppress us so that is straight up strictly racism can i right. ever be racist to a white person no because i'm gonna tell you why the things i'm telling you is it's happened and you're their sole purpose and the people that Right. You are connected to are the sole purpose of but why these the things have happened to me. Right, and the majority of white people benefit, and that's the same thing with toxic masculinity. The like men benefit way more from their masculinity than women do from their femininity. So yeah, you have a small pool of women who might use their femininity, but yeah, what I'm but saying I'm is that saying it's still a thing. But if we're looking about it on a measurable scale, I'm not really explaining it the way that I'm trying to. But what I'm saying is that I'm. Not, it is a thing, but it's not going to have that same type of title is what I'm saying. I'm talking about the title of it. So I agree with you that people use their, can use their femininity. Mm-hmm. I agree. I've said that multiple times. I'm talking about the word itself wouldn't be trying to match it to toxic masculinity but because why, it's not. But see, that's my thing. Why? Because the majority because of women exactly, don't benefit from it doesn't matter their about femininity. It's not, that's the it, part. But no, my thing is, it's not about the majority. It's but about it is. It's that's no, those, no, 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 no. It's yeah, not. It it's not. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because although I feel like yes, toxic masculinity is a thing because X, Y, and Z. We can make a whole goddamn list. And right. granted, the list is going to be twenty times longer of right. toxic femininity. What I'm saying is, we can't discredit that toxic femininity is a thing. No. And it does take some part in why Black Boy Joy isn't. But that's as the thing you keep saying. Is. We can't take. We can't. I'm just saying. We need to be accountability. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying you, and I literally said I agree with you. So every time I say I agree, you keep like kind of. I'm just trying to make my point. Why my point is valid because just how you're, I'm saying the same thing. You're doing the same thing because you're not under because you're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm not understanding what you're saying. Go ahead, you're right. Because you keep saying. But I'm not. But I'm, we can't discredit it. And I said I'm not discrediting that. Right. I'm just letting you know is the terminology. That's what I'm saying. I'm not discrediting it that it's a real thing. Right. It's the wording, and I feel like people words are important. Exactly. And, and to know the weight of a word, so that's why I'm saying like it's kind of like not good to just throw those type of words out because toxic masculinity is means so much more than somebody just trying to say that women can have toxic femininity. That's what I'm saying. I'm not discrediting that. Toxic masculine, I mean, femininity exists. Right. But 
we have to be careful of what we're labeling it as because it's not on nearly the same level as toxic masculinity and those type of things like racism and toxic masculinity are given those titles because they are where the majority is benefiting and of course there's a, a small pool of the people who aren't benefiting from those titles who benefit from something else right but what i'm saying is like you have to be careful with how you're labeling something like it's definitely a thing but let's be careful like what words we're attaching to it and what the label is this is what I'm, I'm talking about label but i feel like that's kind of masking it a little bit because just like the definition with racism mm-hmm. that's the definition you're going about the definition in a term you're, right. but then you're saying that i'm going about majority of who's more racist than who or who has more toxic masculinity than more toxic femininity well and no i'm not saying like that but i'm we're going about i'm going by like who in history, right, has benefited from those things. Exactly. So you're going right. about majority. Right. So masculinity has you affected... Think, exactly. Has affected the the world and the population at a greater deal than women using their femininity to get something that they right. want. And what I'm saying is, if we're going to talk about that, we also have to talk about this. Like I said, I'm a feminist and I'm right. black all day long. But at the end of the day, I can't say, let's talk about you, 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 you. We're going to talk about you all day long. But I ain't going to talk about what I do wrong. That's not at all what is being said But right yeah, that's what we're kind of kind of going in that direction because we can sit here and talk about toxic masculinity. But why is it that we... if Toxic femininity is a thing. Why can't we discuss it? Nobody said you couldn't. Okay, but now I'm discussing it and I'm saying it's a thing and we do have it and, and we do do it. Too. Exactly, but then you say toxic masculinity outweighs toxic femininity and then Which you say does. exactly. So that's what I'm that's saying. Not that's distracting. No, that's distracting. I'm not I'm saying is that's distracting of we're talking about our issues with toxic femininity and how it's a thing and how we do use it against not even against men, but other women. So that's what I'm saying when I'm talking about toxic femininity. Even when it comes to racism, I'm not saying... Re- I'm saying reverse racism is not a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm saying black people can be racist. Those are two different things. Okay, but that's not what I was saying. I get what you were saying. Right. But what I'm saying is if we're going to talk about it, I'm going to talk about what I do wrong and I'm going to talk about right. what but you do wrong. Thing. I don't know where you're getting the impression that because you're not you trying keep, to have the conversation exactly, about it. Exactly, because you keep saying... Majority are of uh, toxic stuff, or majority of toxic things is toxic out, masculinity. But me pointing out that toxic masculinity outweighs toxic femininity is right. not me not talking about toxic. Okay, femininity. so That's let's talk about toxic. That. Okay, let's talk about toxic femininity. Is what I'm saying. I'm talking about. You know, you're bringing up toxic masculinity outweighs toxic femininity. Is you kind of saying that? It do- toxic femininity doesn't exist in a but sense. How- because that's what you said in the originality. You was like, it's not a thing. I said that term. But it is. That Just how it, it came with racism. It is a thing. That and it, that is, is the right term to use it. Because if I say, just when I gave the example of the black lady being racist, mm-hmm. that she was being racist. And when you look up the definition and the term of it, that is the correct term to use. Okay, Teller. What I'm saying is that you kind of like to do this thing where I'm saying one thing and you're trying to say and you're hearing some other little underlying thing but that's not what I say okay, what you, you can't say that I'm saying something if I never actually said it but what did just you because like I can sit here to? like what I'm saying oh toxic masculinity outweighs uh, toxic femininity mm-hmm. you're like well then you're saying like so we shouldn't talk about it when did I ever say that that's your okay. like you're I don't know where you're grabbing it off the I, but I, I was asking a question you I didn't never say yes I did so I said you legit just gave the you just legit said so we're not going to talk I I legit said so we're not going to talk about toxic femininity and use 
I just asked that question. No, and you, literally this whole conversation okay. when I said toxic masculinity or racism outweighs X, Y, and Z. Right. You're like, so you're saying because that outweighs it, we're not going to talk about it. No, I never okay. said that we're, so, let me finish talking. Okay, go ahead. I'm about I to said, finish. I never said we couldn't talk about those things. I don't mm-hmm. know where you're grabbing that from. Mm-hmm. Just because somebody is saying that something is bigger than something else doesn't mean they're trying to not talk about something else. Because I never said, I don't want to talk about toxic femininity. Uh, and we're going to just talk about this. I just was pointing out that I feel like toxic masculinity is bigger than toxic femininity. That's right. what I said, but I never said those things. So you're kind of reaching when you're like, oh, so we're not going to talk about it. But I never said that we we could definitely talk about it, but I'm just still going to get my point okay. that I think this particular thing is bigger than the other thing. Okay, but the initial disagreement was based off of me saying toxic femininity was a thing. Right. And you said that it wasn't because said, it's not the correct term. Just right. how you made the comparison to right. but racism I never said, between but white I never people. Denied that just, women, how I, just how I let you get your turn you gotta let me get my turn over me the whole time okay and i understood that and i let you talk so now it's my turn i let you speak so let me speak let me verify what i'm saying so like you made the comparison that black people can't be racism and the thing is reverse racism Mm -hmm. i gave the explanation why reverse racism against black people and white people isn't a thing and how black people can be racism okay i mean racist just how Toxic masculinity is a thing, so is toxic femininity. And you said based off term. So when I looked up the term for racism, but I did deny that it's a thing that exists. I said I talked. I said the terminology exactly. I said the thing itself exists. Exactly. Exactly. Did I not say that? You did. And I just, I just said no. It's not the point. That's not the point. No, it's not the point. Because my whole thing is that is the correct term to describe it by. It is called toxic femininity. Okay. Just because. to disagree with you at this point. I mean, you so can do that's that. Fine. That's fine. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, I've never seen that anywhere. So I'll you look that can. up. But you always talk about things as if what you're saying is facts. And then when I'm but saying. But why isn't it? Because we just looked it up and it was what I was saying was correct. You, I'm talking about as far as toxic femininity being. A we term, can look that up too. So that's what I'm saying. So I will I, look it up. But at this point, I'm going to agree to disagree. That's fine. Because I feel like. When I say one thing, you take and you create like a whole different meaning out of what I'm saying, and that's not at all what I'm saying. I'm, so to, that's not fair. to be fair, I don't mean for you to feel that way, but I legit just broke it down to compare. You can write whatever you want down, but that doesn't take the away from the fact that when I'm saying one thing, you're creating a whole different sentence. How is said. it? How is I it just creating? told you what, it, what you did. I just said it. But I, I toxic femininity is bigger, right? And you took that as me saying that we can't talk about toxic femininity. No, that's not what I said. I you said did. no, that's not. All right, everyone, it's Dorian Black, a.k.a. Big Daddy, and this is Talking With Big Daddy. I want to jump into the type of music I'm listening to. As you guys know, I love music, so that would be one of the main things I'm going to be talking about. And one of the albums that recently dropped was Sono Allegra. She's an R&B singer. She's uh, Iranian, and she's from Sweden, but her music is so soulful, and I love her. I love all of her EPs, all of her Project. So for this to be her album, it sounds so, excuse me, great. And I'm just like so appreciative of great R&B music because I feel like we kind of get lost in not having good R&B music. I feel like everybody in R&B is trying to put out a hit. So that's why I really appreciate groundbreaking R&B music that sounds really soulful and really good. Um, I also listened to the Rick Ross album, Port of Miami 2. 
I can't say I'm really a big fan. However, there were a few songs I did like on there. I did like the song with him and Tiana Taylor and Nipsey Hussle. It was just a great song, and it just reminded me of so much why I appreciated Nipsey Hussle as an artist for his lyricism. And I really liked the track. And he had a few songs. I like a song with Jeezy on there that I really like, as well as Gunplay. But it was nothing for me to rave about. So that's for music. Um, as for podcasts, I'm really into this podcast called Ran and Raven by Yamanika. I was referred to it by Ari and I really like it. I think she's funny. I think she goes there. I really love her co-host. Um, I think they're so funny. Like I was at work like he he ha the whole time and I just liked how they interact with each other. Like it just made me feel like I was in a room with my friends just been the whole time. Um, so that's for the podcast. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, as well as others. Um, I have been trying to get into Joe Button's podcast. I'm not the biggest fan. I did check it out because my girl Nikki was on there. Uh, like I mentioned, I agree with Nikki. She did say a few things that kind of rubbed me a wrong way, but I definitely understood where she was coming from. And I'm glad we got a chance to see a strong woman, you know, sit down and talk with Joe Budden because I do feel like a lot of his female counterparts I know before he had the two guys uh Roy and Maul on the show he did have a female co-host and he kind of was like trampling all over her so I feel like Nikki kind of gave him the boost that he needed so that way he could sit down and calm down and actually have a conversation with a woman um but I, I do like Joe Button's podcast I do think he's somewhat funny and it is okay I don't think it's something I'll be listening to all the time but it is a thing um now, just to come into Big Daddy's thoughts, you know, this week I did lose my grandmother and it was like a tragic thing for me. But, you know, I realized that I, I come to the Lion King when I think about this, the circle of life, because my grandma was like the matriarch of our family and she didn't just take care of us. She took care of people outside of our family. She took care of a lot of her students like they were her own children. So I just learned how caring she was. And I always think of the Lion King when it talks, refers to the circle of life because, you know, my grandma took care of so many people for so long during her end of life. I seen how people came together to take care of her, like people who lived next door for years come back to take care of her and just love her and appreciate her. And I'm just so glad she was able to leave her mark on the world. So I just encourage everybody to play your role in the circle of life and, you know, take care of others so that one day you can be taken care of in this life and the next life. Um, another thing I've been really thinking about is the afterlife. Like, just to watch my grandma suffer for so long, I've just wanted to, you know congratulate her for transitioning into a peaceful state so i know wherever she is is peaceful and i'm kind of curious to learn more about the afterlife so if you guys know any books or references please let big daddy know all right so this is talking with big daddy i can't wait to talk to you guys next week all right guys so i think this is a really good episode because we talked about a lot of stuff that needed to be said and i think from here on out for black people in general both men and women for us to 
you know, do a little bit better with being more welcoming to each other. We just have to be kind. I think that's like the biggest thing and just be open, especially when it comes to our people, because I feel like with black people, we're so diverse and it's okay to like different things and, you know, do other things and interact with other things. And I think we can carry that on with other black people. So I feel like there's always room for black boy joy, always room for black girl magic. And it's room for both of those things to coincide. So that's where I'm coming from from this episode. Yep, I agree. So we guys, we will catch you guys later and let us know how you feel about the topic and what your opinion is on anything that you heard today. Yes. Or give us any ideas that you want to hear us talk about. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace.